Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What's up, OneApp fans? Uh, before we even start the show, I just want to send out a rest in peace and condolences to DJ Never from the Road Podcast. Great friend. Um, he passed away recently. His funeral is actually um, this week in New York. He lives out in Vegas. If you know the Road Podcast, they're basically like the sister podcast of OneApp. Um, great dudes. Shout to Crooked. Shout to Jamie the Great. And... Um, DJ never passed away. And I just want to say rest in peace. Super friendly, quality DJ. So knowledgeable. Just a lovely dude with just a uh, tremendous energy. He was super welcoming to both of us, of course, on their yeah. show. And uh, we love those guys. Road Podcast is still killing it. And I'm sure they're still going to do uh, amazing things. But, man, it was shocking news. And we just want to send love to uh, him and his family and to the, the Road Podcast family. Yeah, man. Rest in peace, never. Rest in peace. Yo, son. One app is life. It's not the one you should be underestimating. It is. Godzilla, King Kong, Loch Ness. We rap nerd now here, right? Like, I can tell you were a nerd. It's primal. And that's raw. Carhartt girl. Speaking of sneaky big tits. Are you out there fucking? I'm doing that. <laughs> years ago, I bought a millionaire Griffin. Just a year ago, bro. Years ago. Years ago. Years ago. Cypher Sounds. Peter Rosenberg. One app is life. Hey, good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Hey, and good night. And happy Thanksgiving. Happy everyone. Thanksgiving. Give thanks to the Indian slaughter or the native slaughter. So are you even doing are you doing any? Have you decided on what your Thanksgiving plan is? What do you mean? You are you you know have a big sort of celebration? You're a big holiday guy. No, no, I'm no, I'm not a big holiday guy. Wait, you're not a big holiday. No, I'm guy? actually anti-holiday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, how long have you known me? I thought you love holidays. When did we meet? We're it's we're almost twenty years in, bro. I thought no. I, if I remember correctly, you're a big holiday. You enjoy like the festivities, <laughs> like going shopping for the food. You like to you like spending money on the holidays. Like, how can you support <laughs> the business of the holiday? That's what you're. <laughs> Uh, by the, don't you have any shows coming up in the, in the next week or oh, so? Oh, I'm glad you mentioned that. One up fans, I appreciate you so much. Listen, New York, I got to prove myself this time. I got a show in the New York area. I'm headlining 
uh, Levity Live, which is in West Nyack in the Palisades Mall. It's December 14, December 15, and wait for it, December 16. That's right. I'm going to have a whole bunch of different theme nights. It's going to be fantastic. What I need, though, is I need to sell it out. Because if I'm going to be anybody in this industry and I can't sell out New York, no one's going to believe in me. So please, I'm begging you, you fucking pieces of shit. I'm begging you. <laughs> yeah, if you can't, Saif, if you can't do Nyack, like this is your this is your area. This is yeah. honestly, yeah. in some ways, in some ways, I might argue the little upstate Westchester show is a better spot for you than even the city. I would also argue that. Like, this is the spot for you. People are out in the burbs. They know you. I'm I'm looking at all my people that used to listen to us on Hot 97 that got a little crib, a little bit upstate. I'm not saying you live in Ithaca. No. People people in in Rockland and Orange County, they get mad when you say upstate. I get it. I'm not saying you live in Utica. No, no. It's the burbs. It's just the burbs. It's the burbs. You're just the burbs. in In New York City, anything past Yonkers, we say upstate. No disrespect. Yeah, but it, we know that there's a difference between upstate, upstate. Yeah. And, 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 and come on. Toward, you, know what I say? you know what I say? Towards upstate. It's on the way to upstate. On the so way this way upstate. So the, the, you need to go support this right now. It's really, it, I, I'm, making, we, it's making, I'm making fun of a club in a mall, yes. But it's actually a really dope club. Levity Live is a really good show. I'm doing shows there this weekend with Mark Vieira just to promote my own weekend. Um, but so December 14, 15, and 16, I really appreciate if you come through. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be music. I'm going to have special guests. I'm going to have surprise guests. It's going to be awesome. Let's do it. Um, also, since we're getting our plugs in, yeah, uh, we, we had a nice month here on Patreon, and I just want to let you all know right now, this is the time to get down with Patreon because these these episodes are coming hot and heavy. We're hitting you with these big interviews like today we have Benny the Butcher. Well, I do because Sife's too important for the podcast. So I have Benny the Butcher, uh, but but we have one after another with the interviews, and then we're hitting you with the full Patreon episodes as well. So I would love for us to see that number go up. For the holidays. Give it, for the give holidays. it a, as a gift to someone. Give us a shot through the end of the year. See if you enjoy it up till January 1. You know what I mean? If you're that a hip hop nerd. You're gonna love it. Here's the thing. I'm gonna tell you something about you doing Benny the Butcher without me. Yeah, it's actually better than what we used to do because if we both wouldn't be there, we would miss the interviews. Correct. But now we're like, hey, Wanep is so established. If you got to go bust it down yourself, go do it. No, I, I mean, listen, because I these think- guests only have us so much free time. That's what I'm saying. Like to me, I, I, I listen. You guys can tell us what you think. I think it's been working really well. Where some of these ones I've been snagging for myself, and like also if it's something like Benny's a, a kind of a bad example, maybe in the sense that Sife actually enjoys Benny. But with some of these like underground cats, where Sife's interest is limited anyway, do you really need Sife mailing it in for an hour or just listen it's to me? Not, do the it's interview? not mailing it in. It's just that I don't know the music. Right. So I feel bad. Like. It's yeah, you could you can participate, but it's only so and, and by the way it out now. Now, listen, am I going to ask Sife to get me back when things get busy for me and then Sife's on the road and gets us some random comedy joints? Absolutely. That's why, happening. Why? Why not? So, I mean, I, the way I look at it is as long as we're putting out great episodes every week, plus the Patreons, we hope you guys are happy with it. Um, we've been getting a lot of use um, in the studio and want to do more of that, of course, heading into to 24. We had well. Diddy book this week. Oh, too soon. <laughs> LLJ Cool J. <laughs> Patreon.com slash one is life. Matter of fact, if you want to hear our conversation about Diddy, 
Uh, how about you go on Patreon? Because we'd rather have it there. <laughs> you have to understand. If you want to hide our conversation about yeah, Well, it's, it's a, a, tradi- a time-honored tradition. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, if you've, if you've never been on Patreon before, just a little tidbit. There are topics that are a little on the edgier side that because Saif and I are now corporate sellouts, we'd rather have on the Patreon. So just so you know, so listen. you also get two years worth of Patreon episodes. Oh, that's, oh, oh that's wait, right. wait, wait. So you're saying now when they sign up, they'll all of a sudden have a treasure trove of like 200 episodes to go through a hundred some episodes. Exactly. That's, that's a good ass point. I never even thought of that. Yo, Billy, all I'm the old not ones kidding. are there. Saif, that was, I swear to God, the single smartest thing Billy's ever done on the show. Was that? I don't even think about that. Yeah, I'm thinking like you get today's episode, but no, there's other shit on there. No, they go Um, back to the beginning of when we started One Up again, like two, three years ago. um, Listen, we are corporate sellouts. And if I'm going to get fired and canceled, at least let me do it for $750. See, that's the point. That's the point. You know, I have I have nine different jobs where I can get in trouble. This one is the least likely. But if we just throw it up loose on YouTube, it's back to likely again. So yeah. we got to hide it on the Patreon. Now, it. it's not like we're saying things that are uh, offensive. It's just there are certain topics that are like, I don't need everyone to hear this conversation. Let's save it for our people. For the nerds. Yeah, for our people. The kind of people where, let's put it this way. You could still try to go publicize something we say and get us in trouble, but you'd have to be a really hardcore lunatic to pay the 750, then dig through the episodes and then say, you're never going to believe what they said about Diddy. You know, so it's a risk we're willing to take. So join us on the Patreon. As Billy said, lots of old episodes, plus new ones every week, including this week. So hopefully you'll enjoy this Benny episode and then whatever you get on the old uh, Patreon as well. I like Benny the Butch. You know what I like about Benny the Butch? I liked it on his new single, uh, Big Dogs with Lil Wayne. I like that he just has a blatant monster energy shout out. In oh, my song. God, bro. <laughs> you know, I helped him. I, you know, I hooked that deal up for him. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Well, listen, if, if we don't get better about our social bro, media, you have to hook our deal up again. No, 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 no. He went all out. You want me to be a corporate sponsor? You no, I said, sponsor? I, I said what Blah! I saw. I said what I saw. I was like, I was like, yo, Benny, man, you dropped the full monster energy shout on the song. You're trying to lock it up for life. The, I see on the single with Wayne. Yeah, that's not yo, water. Listen, that's monster energy. Billy, get that part. Let's use that for our theme song. <laughs> yeah. Over and over again. Um, oh, fuck. Yeah, no. Shout out to uh, shouts to Benny the Butcher. You'll enjoy the so is this album out. No, it's not out till January. Oh, there's this single promoting. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, okay, so what's the Drake? Is it a new album? I'm confused. No, Drake put out the Scary Hours version. What does that mean? No, no, it's the Scary Hours. I don't know Drake talk, because it says Scary Hours 3. There's other Scary Hours? Uh, Of course, there's so many different kinds of Scary Hours. What does Scary Hours mean? Uh, Yeah, I don't know, it's just Drake lingo. But uh, what it means is he put out, I think, six new songs on this. And man, let me tell you. This these joints. I don't know what Joe Budden did, what he set off in Drake. Yeah, but it's fire. It's barsy bars. It's the same album plus six new songs. Correct. It, it's basically it's like, hey, I did another six songs. Where am I going to put them? Oh, I'll put them as a bonus version of the album. That's it. So he just slapped it on the album. 
This guy works, bro. Yo, he so he this got guy works. There's an alchemist joint. Yeah. There's a conductor joint. Conductor is is one of the 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 biggest Bruce producers Zelda, on the underground. Yeah. yeah. Conductor. Um, <laughs> that song, by the way, yo man, yo Drake is dropping such, yo Drake goes really, yo it's deep, bro. Is, is, it, what he's is it? Do you think he had the songs already? Saves them, puts out his commercial album, and then and then gives you some extra underground bonus. No, or you think he recorded them? I think so. I think some of these are new, new. You think he said he said Joe he said Joe Budden's name? Yeah, like, he didn't say Joe Budden's name, but on the on the song "Stories About My Brother," I think he he blatantly references Joe Budden. Like imagine, imagine ex musicians trying to be relevant, saying blah blah blah. Like it's clearly. So should we should we diss him and get a shout out? I've been going the other way, and I've been rebuilding the friendly relationship with Drake. Mm, mm. Um, we've been we've been chatting from time to time. You I've chat. Trying, just I mean not chat chat, just DM chat. Yo, what blah 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 blah. Oh, he writes back. Yeah, yeah, he writes back. He writes. Okay, back. okay. He, I think he's, I think he's being like, I think he's. I think he's like, is Rosenberg a douche or like he's trying to decide. No, no, Rosenberg's version. a douche. Rosenberg, he says Rosenberg's a douche. Right. But is he in this douche category or is he in right. this douche category? Yeah. And he's like in the grand scheme. He's my douche. Things. That's the thing. It's like I've known him for so long, you know. He's my douche. That's how I view it. <laughs> Hold on, You're a douche because you you don't call him the boy. Wait, is that the rule? You think I'm a douche because I don't refer to him as the boy? I don't know. I just people don't people. That's what they call him, the boy. Right, but this this song. Where are you right now? I'm at the summer residence. And what is this poster behind you? This is Hot 97. Is that the is that Red Man? Oh, sure it is. Oh, nice. That's a good one. It's Reggie Nobes. Um, this is this is the one that is really crazy though. Yeah. Y'all might want to skip this one. This is a harsh truth. Very harsh truth. Look, to all the ladies wondering why Drake can't rap like that same old guy, it's because I don't know how anymore. I don't know how. Yeah. I've had my beliefs tested, my faith broken in half. I try to joke and I laugh, but I just don't know how anymore, love. I don't know how, yeah To all the super triggered women talking down on me Relax, drink some water, act like you somebody daughter Can't get a tan from your phone light, baby it's late June Open the blinds, get out the shade room Maybe you can stop getting involved in some shit when you not involved Or maybe you go for a walk somewhere that is not a mall What's your baby's shoe size, could tell by the laces they tight Or you only focus on the steps that I'm taking in life Yo, the whole thing is like obviously like the first verse is a conversation with women who he's been with, who I don't know they had shit to say. They were reading Shade Room, and then they end up not with him, and now they're dating some weak NFL player instead. Right, right, right. But it's so he's so very direct throughout the whole thing. Yeah, but if you in the life, if you in the life of being with celebs, bottle service at a club is bottle service. Right, yeah, they're not all gonna in. be Drake. No, and you're not staying with them for long, so they gotta get light Drakes. 
Domestic abuse, that man is not a man for you, he's a pathetic excuse Lying through your teeth, scared of letting your skeletons loose But you stick around, cause who's out there that's better for you Plus he paid the surgeon so your ass could get a caboose But he wants you covering it up so your dresses is loose Plus it's the only thing they see when you get introduced Now you on a flight to Bogota just to get it reduced Good lord More weeks at recovery clinics Front like you love every minute You getting pushed to the brink You sitting at double your limit Meanwhile that nigga out in my city Fucking on bitches If they even mention me Or showing me love Then it's finished Jealous ass niggas <laughs> Yo, it's crazy Your man, your man But the yeah. thing about Dre You set this life up for yourself This is the life you set up And I like, oh, everybody's talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> It's really good, though, man. And then and then the last verse is about the dudes. Oh, here's one. Uh, and then he has another. You know, hold on. He goes further, bro. Th this needs to be said. And by the way, I, I, I really I know there are people out there who are like last album. They're like, When, when's Drake going to grow up? Like, it's time for him to mature. Like, like first of all, his life is insane like his life is not a relatable normal life he can talk about okay when you think about the level that he's at Scythe, and who he is like at this level you're either going to rap about things that are are completely made up and a fake version of his life like would you rather have him fake it where he's just getting on here pretending to be that he's some other guy like to me what i appreciate about it this is who he is Like this, he is a dude who gets mad chicks. The drama that is in his life is the one bad joint that was one of 50 that he was messing with, probably got sick of it, and now she's with some whack dude, and he's kind of kind of annoyed with it, but he has 49 other chicks to deal with still. Like, Bro, that is what his life is. It don't matter how many chicks you got. If one chick is throwing shade, you feel the shade. You feel the shade. You feel the shade. Like, you want him to... I don't It, want Drake rapping about Israel Palestine. It's not what I go to him for. No, and I know, I know that's the crazy thing. And everyone's like, "When's he? When's he gonna?" Be? That's not who he is, guys. Like, and it's, it's not okay. what I want. And yeah, by the way, it would be so weird now if all of a sudden. And by the way, here's another part that needs you can't overemphasize. And you guys could call this excuse making for Drake. That's fine. Who do you want him to be? Yeah. Do you want him to give you like the Black American experience? Because guess what? That's not his experience. Right. He is the biracial Canadian experience. It's, yeah, it, he's it's partial. He can't yeah. be something else. Yeah. And I mean, like, so I think like, everyone's been famous for so long and not just famous on top. What you want him to drive out in a court around and like, you'll get some real feelings like this is these are his feelings. This um, is his life. To all the ladies on my case with a look on their face Allow me to put these bums right back in their place For all the niggas who act 12 The fake gangsters with a Mac 12 The ones that only hit your phone up when it's past 12 
Baddies not the only ones worried about striking a pose. You ordering one bottle to split between five of the bros. All your booze think it's Halloween and they went ghosts. That's when you go Miami on the gram and you rent boats. And now they thinking you sweet with the bread like French toast. You boys becoming detectives, but ain't in no trench coats. I would never guess that you niggas is this crazy. She took dick in a beezer, you turning to Dick Tracy. You niggas so jaded, acting hawk tough, but you only turn green because your necklace is gold plated. She settled for an NBA star that's through playing. Instead, she got an NBA fan that's too can. She looking for high ground, hate being tied down. She loved you for the first year, but those feelings died down. She living in downtown, you live with your parents still. You don't own a steering wheel, so you can't even. And drive down. You downloaded the My Mercedes app for some time now. The track where she ride round. You know where she going before she there. Raise eyebrows. You hacking her iCloud. You committing cyber crimes. You niggas is out of line. She's finally moving on. She's only said it a thousand times. You sold her a dream talking that give you the world shit. Her friends wanna get her back on that diamonds and pearl shit. I mean, there was girls there, but it wasn't a girl's trip. She met a guy. She met a guy that ain't just getting by, a better guy. She bout to spread her wings and you just gotta let her fly. You know you can't control a Gemini. That's facts. She like, shh, quiet everybody, the game started. My new boo whooping at night and he said he played the garden. He said if I ain't watching then that nigga ain't starting. She points to the guy that she talking about and it's James Harden. Damn, dawg. Lost your, lost your girl to the sniper, huh? 13. Good guy. God damn, man. Yo, Drizzy, what's wrong with you, man? <laughs> Yo, your Yo. man got issues, bro. <laughs> Yo, I really enjoyed this tape. Oh. Uh, no, every every song is just. <laughs> I, and I so what I reached out to him and said was, I said I really appreciate these six songs you drop because I I said if you remember, and he probably doesn't. Him and I used to get into it about music sometimes, and like what I wanted from him as like a you know a backpack rap nerd. And here he is on top of the game, and he handed me what I wanted. Yeah. Here's just six joints of rapping. Alchemist, conductor, rapping on beats. Yes, yeah. please. I will take it. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. And I'm not sitting here complaining about, about the content. It, it, it is what it is. Yo, by the way, did you hear the um, the partisan Megan record, the Party Fontaine Me- Megan record? No. All right, well, let's, let's talk about it on Patreon. Wait, it they were together. Good. They're not together no more, right? Correct. And I guess I guess recently she brought him up on a record. And so he it's super personal. And uh, is he big now? Like because he's more of a writer, right? Yeah, he's more of a writer. No, I wouldn't say he's big now. Um, People know who he is now. Yes. Yes. People got to people got to know who he was because of them dating. They find, oh, I think that's people, what blew him up. Them him dating. I think um, so. I mean, to, I mean, to, to the mainstream person, yes. I mean, I mean, do you think? I don't know. Do, do you do you remember the song backing it up with Cardi B? That did pretty well. I I mean, I just know he wrote all Cardi B's early stuff. I don't know if he still does. Well, he had a single with Cardi a couple years yeah, ago called After He Wrote the Hits. Correct. So he so, got bread. He got money coming in. So he's the, oh yeah, he's got, yeah, he's got money. The song the song that he did about Megan is called the person t-h-e-e person oh, i get it because it's megan the stallion it's not about the stallion this song's about megan the person oh no and what do you say patreon we'll go to patreon 
So we're going to go to Patreon right now. Patreon.com slash life. Now, my conversation with Benny the Butcher and the Human. Here's Benny. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Yeah. And then here's where you, and now you add your, um, your ad lib. <laughs> the butcher coming. That's right. Ah. Um, yo, that's Benny the Butcher, in case you didn't know. Yeah. You really nailed it, by the way, when it comes to um, picking the, the catchphrase early on. Like, it's, it's real. This is, let's really talk about how well this has worked out as a catchphrase. You gotta, you really gotta uh, point that out because I feel that the butcher coming is probably like the best one. It, it caught on and, I really, I don't want to say I got lucky with it because, you know what I'm saying, I thought of it myself, but I ain't never think it was. It re- you're coming. No, no, it really stuck. Oh. And, and like I was telling you just outside when, and telling Rick Hyde, I was looking at an old interview when Top Shelf Premium bought, brought you up in like 2018, something uh-huh. like five years ago. And you said, started the interview. Butcher coming every single time. <laughs> when did you start doing it? Uh, man, I, I don't even remember. I want to say sometime around 2017 or Sometime around 2017, I would start saying a butcher coming in. And the reaction that I got from the people, they always wanted to hear it. So I know I'm like, I got to say this every time in the song. It's a small thing, mm-hmm. but right. it's not. It's, 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 it's really not. It's, it's like really the, impactful. It's the makeup of like, I remember like I, I told a story before. I remember coming out. I had a show in L.A. Uh, 2018 and I had the apron on and the bloody apron. I had the, everything. And I was coming out to, uh, I forgot what the song was called, man. I think it was produced by Green Lantern, but every y'all know who you, if y'all watching this, y'all know the song. And I come out, the song is crazy gritty. I got that on, and I'm like, the butcher coming. And it was like a girl in the front row, and she was like, I'm scared. <laughs> oh, you remember? <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was really scared too. Um, so was the butcher, was Benny the butcher? Did it have any intention with you really leaning into that and it being sort of intentionally scary? Or was it just like, nah, I'm the butcher. I knifed this shit up. I, you know, blah, blah, blah. Basically, it was just, I, I, I knifed this shit up. You know what I'm saying? I cut this shit up. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm the butcher. It's like, a, like this shit is deadly. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I, I, I slaughter this shit, basically. But so when the fans got a hold of it, you know, they out of control. Right. You know, they take it to the next level. So after that, and I mean, a fan gave me the apron, gave me that idea. Like, yo, where this a real butcher showed up at that concert that night with that and gave it to me. As yo, a gift, wow. And gave it to me. He's like, yo, you should put this on. And I'm like, I'm definitely putting this shit on. And I'll put that shit on, for real. <laughs> and I done sold aprons. Shout out to everybody who done bought the aprons, man. And the butcher coming. I done met so many butchers across the world. Wait, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, this part's the part I'm excited about. Yeah. You're telling me that because your name is Benny the Butcher. Uh-huh. You have some sort of kinship to actual professional butchers. They're like, no, no, I'm a butcher. Seriously. <laughs> well, they must love it because how often do people shout out the butcher? And I thought about that. How many people shout out the butcher? Right. You know, I made it. I made a lane for the butchers. <laughs> you know, you really did. I even had a couple of rappers come to me and tell me that I took their name, that they was the butcher. Oh, before. really? Yeah. I believe that actually. Yeah. Th- I, there has been a butcher or two out here uh-huh. in the hip hop and hip hop adjacent has, world. Yeah. There've been butchers. Shout out to Frank, the butcher. Uh-huh, uh-huh. There, there are some butchers been around there's here, some butchers, but you have the alliteration butcher too. The it's Benny, a, the butcher. And then and that alliteration is key. Exactly. And I'm saying it's the same letter, the, the B on it and uh, the sideburns. 
You would think a butcher would have sideburns like this. Well, well, uh, yeah, because don't people call the sideburns? Is that called M- mutton chops? Mutton chops. Come on now. Yo, this is yo, this is <laughs> deep, bro. I never even thought about it like that. I be telling the I be telling people like I really don't speak on this at all. But to come like a a star or a superstar, it has to be more than your music. It got to be something else. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the butcher, the name, the butcher, and the mutton chops and everything, it worked well for me. I, I what feel. I'm gonna say? I feel like one of my favorite things about uh, this whole thing that's been going on with Griselda the last six, seven, six, seven years that has gotten big. Uh-huh. Uh, I know, I know that you, you guys did, I believe my birthday in, uh, in Brooklyn in 2018. Yeah. So that means y'all, I, I'd already been playing the music at that point for probably a year. And you guys started popping on the, the end of the blogs era, kind of a couple years before that. So like uh-huh. 16, 17, but really 18, 19, and now the last four that you've been like household, you know, household names. Right, correct. Where even if the mainstream cats don't know the records, they know the names. Right, you know what I mean? Right. One thing that's been interesting is that you guys have all had your moments mm. of shining. We have, right. I've seen like it. you've rotated around. Right, right, right. Gun was first. Uh-huh. Um, the, the, the name, the boom, 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 uh-huh. all of his stuff. Was was first definitely, and then it, I don't remember the order between you and Khan. Was it you? I feel like it was you next. Was it you next? Who people were like? Because I feel like you and Khan have both been championed at different times as the uh, one. What what I would say? What what I say? It was I me. Mean, I, I don't think it was me, but I could see how some people might say it was you, me. It's just like you guys had different. Conway's the lyricist. Oh, Benny's like the Benny's the cool one. You right. got kind of meth vibes. Conway got kind of Ray Ghost vibes. You know, <laughs> right, whatever right, right. it was. But you guys always seemed incredibly. Um, Everybody had the baton. Yeah, so, at some point, definitely. and you, and no one ever seemed. You know, I, I was joking with with both of Con and uh, and Gun whenever I see them about your guys, uh, your your like problems that people for a long time. It hasn't come up recently, but it was one of my favorite things. Like uh-huh. every six months, the article would come out. Yeah, like the Griselda the Griselda's breaking up, breaking up <laughs> thing. <laughs> right, and I hate, I was, yo, I hated that era right there. Really, it was annoying. <laughs> like, because well, really you like was. had to. An- well, you have to answer these awkward questions. I was the one doing interviews. Oh, at the time, <laughs> you know it was, like they really wasn't doing interviews and shit like that. So, <laughs> so they were I, able to- I do the most interviews. So it's like, you know what I mean, I had to answer that a lot. But don't you? Is it and like you? Do you just feel awkward? You're like, well, it's my family, so I don't really like. Yeah, and it's hard to and it's hard to like speak on like like. uh Family shit. I'm saying it's okay to speak on it if you ask me because everybody goes through it. Right. And that's what I want to remind people. Like, man, them niggas ain't. I'm saying I don't give a fuck what y'all heard. We about to go on tour. <laughs> right. What are we doing? I don't know what. I just left them. I don't know what's. You know what I mean, it, it, it's funny. It actually, and it's another thing that reminds me of Wu uh-huh. because Wu, Wu regularly has problems. Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. to this day, there's some problem right now between one and another. Uh-huh. But none of it's ever real problems exactly. because it's all family. Exactly. So like they are always going to at some point form like Voltron because at the end of the day, you know, and, and I just talked to Rizza was on the show last week. You know, Rizza's related to Jizza is related to, you know, Ghost is his brother-in-law is like everyone's <laughs> connected. Uh-huh. And, and then on top of that, even beyond the actual familial connections, as time goes on, you know what I mean? It, it, there's this you guys are so intertwined. Exactly, exactly, and uh, and you know what I mean. Griselda is like it ain't like his family. You know what I'm saying? And people gotta truly, truly understand that. So this shit really ain't going nowhere. Man. Are are you? You're the youngest. Uh huh. Are you like the youngest? 
Like, yeah. and it's always like that. And uh-huh. it feels like that. Yep. That's a fact. For better or for worse. For both. Yeah. And for yeah. both, I'm sure at different times. I mean, nothing says I'm a grown man now, but definitely I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm the young one. I, uh, I had chased behind these dudes. That's how I even got this opportunity. I had to chase behind these dudes. I, I always talk about this shit is that like my opportunity wasn't handed to me. So when, when Wes really came and got me, I was really thankful because we, we was at a, a period of time where he was in Atlanta. I was in Buffalo. It wasn't like we were seeing each other every day. I'm pretty sure he was around people who rapped and, and people who was around him when he created the idea for Griselda because I wasn't sitting around him when he created the idea. Mm. He ain't called me like, yo, I'm going to call it Griselda. He already had it, everything packaged and ready to go by the time I got the phone call. He was already putting shit out. Like, you probably already, you know what I'm saying? Right. It was what? already that far along. Right. Because I got the official phone call after Fly Guy. I was on Fly Guy, but I still wasn't like, yo, Come over here, Griselda, hundred percent. I was just like doing a feature when I when I got on that. Khan was already in though, like him and Khan were already moving. Yep, yep, yep. And you were just hopeful, like, huh? I, I want to be. Yeah, hell yeah. And it's and it's like this though. Like me and Special was doing our thing at the time. Mm-hmm. Like I would say, like around that time, you and Thirty Eight Special were already. That's what I was. I was I was trust at that time. Got it. I'm saying full fledged. Me and Special killing shit, dropping tapes and everything. Uh, but like you know. Special kind of slowed down from doing what he's doing, you know, special and out the streets and shit. Everybody know his story. And I'm saying that I was right there with him. But you know what I mean? Like I was a, like a little bit more relentless. You feel what I'm saying? And you know, that's my bro here tell you, you know what I'm saying? That's why I love handing him the baton because, you know what I'm saying, at a point in time he handed me because me and special like that too. Mm. Uh, but man, these dudes, these dudes like already had this shit already going on. Be honest with you, before I came around it, I'm happy Wes gave me the opportunity. That's why I always fought for it. That's why I always, like when you say uh, we all had our shine, and that's why I, I was happy. The most, the proudest moment about me getting my shine is like, okay, I'm doing what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So they really are like older cousins. Like that really is your. Yeah, yeah. My older, my my brother, Machine Gun Black. That's my brother. Like he, like he's their age, in their age group. Right. You feel what I'm Wait, saying? So how old was Machine Gun? He's the he was the same age. Uh, yep, yep. She ain't gonna be if he was born in uh, eighty two. Would he be like forty one or some shit? So like the same age as Gun, yep, yep, basically. Yep, yep. Exactly, and he was a little older. Like so, so, so Sheen Gun, who we know is like you know, um, God bless the dead, like heart and soul of of, of Griselda, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and everyone knows that. Obviously, the album was named after him. He's he's, he's a for sure. You know, he's kind of like he's kind of like ill will. You know, yeah, like this sure. thing that lives on in uh-huh. in the music, but he was your older sibling who was really in the immediate click and you were the younger brother. Right. Right. So that's just an interesting concept to think about it in those terms. Mm-hmm. It's really is. And even though you're all family, it was your older brother's de- uh, group. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like he, I mean, he, he was in it until like late years on, like I showed promise and they knew who I was. You know and I'm saying by the time I was like 17, I, they knew who I was. So I was getting, I was getting like, Invited around that time, I was getting invited to sessions, but like 15, 16, and I'm like I was still like working my way up, like to prove myself to them. And that might sound like a young age, but we come from an environment like my block Montana, right? Killer Browns, that was a group that uh performed at the Apollo before. Uh, you know how uh, here they got the uh, the, the radio shows every year. Uh, we used to have it, it was, used to be called the Jamboree, okay. they used to perform every year. And they was from Montana. They was from my block. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So it was and like, they made it pretty far for Buffalo rap. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? They was the big dogs for real. And they was right down the street from me. After when they wasn't performing or doing nothing, I was hanging out with them. 
going to school with. Were them. they cool with your brother too? Were they? Yeah, of course, of course. Like, and they was all older than me, so they was like more cooler with him than me too. You know what I'm saying? Now, are these are, are, were were cats like that? Obviously, I know it's a super small scene, so pardon my ignorance. But mm-hmm. like, were they fucking with DJ Shea and recording over there too, or unrelated? No, no, they weren't. They weren't. This was a this was a whole different side. This was a whole different this side. Was a whole different side. You know what I'm saying? Like these these are like some early legends, like Shea was, but they was they was on a different side. On a different side, town. Yep. But and one of these guys is is, is Conway's cousin. I mean, it was always a tight circle. And so you were close to it, and saw that people were at least able to make some headway. Exactly. How old were you when your brother was killed? Twenty. I was 21. Um, how, did it take you out of working for a while or did you, were, were you the kind of guy who just poured into it and were like, I just don't want to do anything but rap now? That was the situation I had. I just did nothing but rap because when it happened, I was in prison. You know what I'm saying, and I had 90 days left when it happened. So when I came home, I really didn't want to be around. I didn't, I really didn't know who did it. So I ain't want to, I ain't want to be like in the streets. I didn't know. I was, I was, People was coming up to me telling me sorry for it. And I didn't know if they had nothing to do with it or nothing because I was out the loop. So until I like learned what was going on, I really ain't stay around nobody. I like showed away and I spent a lot of that time in the studio. How does one process something that devastating? It's an unbelievable chore for anyone who is a member of that club that nobody wants to be a member of, of, of losing a sibling, but also to do it while in jail. Mm-hmm. How did you even handle day to day when you're just uh, take us through that, man? What did you do to get through the days knowing you had 90 days left and also knowing now this date that you've been looking forward to, uh-huh. it just lost so right. much of its luster. Not that you're not going to be happy to be out, but uh-huh. now you're going to be right. out and your brother's gone. Man, it is it, definitely, man, that shit take a toll on you. You know, that shit real and uh, losing, losing a sibling. Even though we was like years apart, like we was like twins. I was my brother. You understand? We came up together. We did everything together. So it was like I definitely felt like I lost a part of me. And I had nightmares about it for at least a year straight. I'm saying about, about about it happening, about it happening, about it happening to me, about anything related to my brother passing away for a year straight. I had nightmares about it. You know what I mean, like you really, you really, you really just got to get through it. I really can't even give no no advice on it because. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I see people lose people and, and be fucked up for life after it. And I understand it, you know what I'm saying? Because you got to be strong to get past that. Because, you know, that's my older brother. That was my protector. You know what I'm saying? So, How many of, other siblings do you have? Altogether, my mom had eight kids. You know what I'm saying? I got uh, sisters on my pop's side. I got, like, four sisters on my father's side. But you and Sheena grew up in the same house. Yep, yep, yep. Definitely, man. Since day one, uh, that case that, was, that I was at... Uh, in prison for we was co-defendants on that case wow yep. and he and how long did he do bro did like five years he did his time but then by the time he came out we was out a little bit while together and then i went back on a violation got it um, and then he passed away when i was going on a violation well, that must have been another thing that you're that's hard to deal with too is feeling like why am i even back here over you know that must have been frustrating also <laughs> man this shit is rough man i I question myself, like, why we, why we do the dumb shit that we do in the streets, man? It caused so much heartache and it caused so much pain, but, you know, it builds us to who we are. But I feel like, you know, that's just a long way to greatness, you know, because a lot of people from the streets reach greatness, but that's just a long way. That's just the, uh, the scenic route. 
the, the terrible scenic route, not riding through the suburbs, like the riding through the, <laughs> not, yeah, the, not the, the not the pleasant scenic exactly. route, like chilling. It's like, damn, you know what I mean? These great minds that we have early is like, we need to, we need to be doing uh, bigger and better things. And that's one thing about uh, now. I, th- I feel like there's more opportunities for people to use their brains, man. I love, I love the streamers, man. You know what I'm saying? Everything that these young guys doing. I, I love drill music. You know what I'm saying? I know people try to, you know, say it's this and it's that, but man, they get money, man. You know, that money goes a long way in the ghetto. Like whatever, whatever opportunities that you are able to get to make money in a way where you're not doing street shit, in yeah, other words. Yeah, because we already know that, that, what, what, what these guys could be doing. It ain't like these guys gave up Ivy League schools to do drill music. You know what I'm saying? We know what they gave up. Right. So it's like, you know what I mean? That's 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 such a great point. And for every rapper we hear who tells the story of how they used to do things in the street, there are so many more people out there who don't ever get to tell their story because they're right. locked up or dead or nothing good happened no, for ever. Real. For real. And a lot of these guys got saved in the nick of time before they went through that shit. And a lot of these guys uh, became uh, rappers after they done the shit. And a lot of these guys, as we can see, still be doing the shit and get caught up during. You feel what I'm saying? So thank God that, I mean, we got this lane. Do you ever have any trepidation or like, do you ever struggle at all with the line of, am I glorifying this in talking about the stuff that's going on in the street? Do you ever feel like it's a blurry line between I'm telling what my story was and I'm saying something that could make someone out there think, now, listen, you guys are a little bit complicated because to be honest, you make adult rap. Right, Most right, right. of the people who listen to you guys are, I believe, listening for full on entertainment purposes, like watching a movie. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right. Like, I don't uh-huh. I don't think little kids are, are being like, if Benny used to do that, then that's what I'm going to do. Uh-huh. But still, it, it, it remains. You can influence grown people, too. What do you see? Exactly. You absolutely can. And certainly you can influence a 23 year old grown person or 26 year old grown person who's still finding it. So, yeah. Do you ever struggle with that that dynamic? Uh, I don't. I don't feel like I don't feel like I glorify it at all. You know what I'm saying? For you know, I, I'm almost I'm almost my my ratio for uh for sad lines that people say I glorify it is is pretty close to to me telling people like the other side of this life. I'm always gonna give the other side of this life, and and the most important thing, telling the truth can never be like considered glorification. Now, if you're if you're making these stories up, if you're if you're just going extra and extra, you know what I'm saying? You know that that. To me, that kind of is. But if, like, if you're speaking your truth, you, you're not glorifying that. You're just speaking your truth. Like in the song, the Big Dog song, I'm a long way from that brick of fentanyl. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that was my real reality. I got homeboys who doing time and homeboys who call kids. You know, you know what I mean? You know, that was, you know, that was our thing. Hustling was our thing. So I'm a long way from that hustling life. That's right. what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying, like, yo, you know what I mean? People, people got to... There's trigger words. People got to get over them words, man. How long has fentanyl been a thing? Man, I don't know. I, would, I don't know. I would have to say it hit Buffalo. It hit Buffalo maybe like 2014, 2013. It's 2013, like 10 years. 2014, yep. I find it so crazy that like with all the amount that we hear about the death of people from like a little bit of fentanyl, I'm always blown away when you hear that there are people like, choosing to just do fentanyl right that's crazy and they'll be like it's a million times harder than heroin and i'm like that's too high what is what the fuck are people thinking 
Yeah, that's crazy. Like, man, I feel for everybody who like went through a death uh, from that. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, that's a man-made drug. You know what I'm saying? I know I know people consider a lot of these shits to be man-made, but, you know, that's, that shit comes straight out of a lab. And, you know what I'm saying? Nobody know what goes in there. And then they got the mixing it and everything else. You know, people got to be careful with that shit. And it's like, well, you know, they putting that shit in any and every motherfucking thing. I don't know where the fuck that shit came, but I definitely know it. It hit America hard on both sides. You know what I'm saying? It was more of a, like a white community. The people who was dying off of it, you know what I'm saying, and using it. But it was the black community, you know what I'm saying, people getting locked up and suffering and, and, and on, on that aspect. So it was like... You know, and now shit. it seems to just get cut into everything. So it seems like it affects so, such a wide range of people. Right, that shit hit America hard. Yeah, bro. I mean, literally, literally just, in, just in music, just in hip hop, when you think about it, like in just in pop culture, the amount of people that we've lost is uh, tremendous. You mentioned the the big dog record, which is the new single. Yes, sir. Benny featuring Lil Wayne. But yeah. the but the real listen, the Benny Lil Wayne is not like a, a shocking thing. You, you know, the the really dope piece that I, I you know I appreciate it, I'm sure many people are appreciating, is that you got Lil Wayne and Alchemist on a record together. Exactly. Let's you know talk I mean? about it. That's another Benny gem. Thank me later. When did no, that thank me now? <laughs> when when <laughs> Did you, what was the order of that record coming together? You had a record, you you were already on the record and then said, let me try to get Wayne on this. What was the? Exactly. I already had the record. Me and Al worked on the record. We even sat with the record for a few weeks and then I thought of the idea. You know, I, it was at that point of the album where I was like calling, getting features and shit like that because I kind of like do that at the end. You know what I'm saying? If I don't get the idea of who I want on it. Uh, and I thought, man, that would be perfect. That would be perfect because anytime I ask for a verse, he always sent it. He always sent a body bag. Uh, how many Wayne? How many Wayne features you have? Uh, that's probably like that's probably my second one. And you're on two of uh, two other joints. Yep, yep. Um, and did Al like perk up at the idea? Because am I am I wrong? I don't think they have another record together. I don't do think they? that you know. I was thinking about that. I I think I said that in an interview a couple of days ago, and I'm not even sure. Uh, but I'm willing to say they don't. Because uh, you know what? I would have remember. I would have remember saying me me and him got one. Yeah, I feel like I feel like they I feel like they don't. No, they don't. They don't. So you know what I mean. Well, well let's here. Let's play a game called Call Alchemist and see if he answers. This, <laughs> by the way, this is a game in and of its own right. Is it is over? Yeah, just seeing if he answers the phone, regardless whether we get an answer or not. Just him answering the phone is what a game. Time is it? Right. No, Al, it's early bird. Let's see. I mean, he can't be this early. It's four o'clock. Let's see. He's gonna think I'm asking him for something, which he's right. <laughs> A shirt, a record, a beat, interview. Oh, wait. Is he there? <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's his famous voice. Damn it, Al. I, mean, I was going to say, Al don't never answer the phone. This is a really an opportunity for me to feel better about myself. So even for Benny, it is a pain to get Al on the phone. Oh, for sure. God, that makes me feel good. Thank you. Oh, for sure. Like, Al's one of the few people in my life that, like, I know for a fact we have a good relationship. I know for a fact Al likes me. Well, mm -hmm. you don't ever know for a fact, right? I feel very confident about the fact that Al likes me and I like him. We have a mutual respect. Mm -hmm. Yo, bro, I will literally be like, yo, I'm going to be in LA next week, blah, blah, blah. We'll chat about it. I get to LA, I hit him up. No answer. I'm like, bro, I'm here. <laughs> I'm in LA. I mean, I'm not outside your house, but LA's far. LA's far. <laughs> I'm already out here. What's good? Here. Like, you better off, like, popping up at the crib and no out there. He's more like a come through guy. Like, yeah, he I'm is here, a like, come through guy. Like, you know where I'm at? Like, pull up. 
Right, right. He is. He is a. And I've done that, but it's been a very long time. Uh, is there more Al on the album? Oh yeah, yeah. Of course. Uh, whole thing is Al and Hit Boy. You know oh, saying? the whole thing is Al and Hit Boy. Whole thing is Al and Hit Boy. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I gotta keep my guys, man. Keep my guys. Hit Boy. Hit Boy has been. A, it's been a good run for the old Hit Boy. Yeah, man. Every year he he, he going crazy. Every year he going crazy. Winning awards. I mean, same thing with Al. Same thing. With I mean, Al, Al really year. ages like fine wine. Every year he. He's stepping on shit, man. I seen something online, and, and it was saying like, how many uh, songs has Al produced? It, it was it was from one to ten, the number of songs he has with art, the artists, and I was number ten. Wow! Of course, Mob and everybody at the top, and Westside Gun and them in the middle. Bronson's in there. Bronson in there, definitely. Did they have Prodigy solo? Also, was it Prodigy I, and Mob, or just? I think it was. Pro- I, I can't remember that shit, man. But just to be on there, I was on there. I was number ten. That's that's pretty fucking cool. And those are songs that's out. So, I'm I, I'm I'm like two behind a couple people. So by time that shit come out, I'm gonna go up higher on the list. Al is um, he's special, man. He really he really has only gotten better. I mean, listen, Hit Boy keeps getting better. Yeah, yeah. Students you know? of the game, man. Students of the game who uh who who know how to uh change the sound up when it's needed. It's geniuses, man. It's a pleasure to work with both of them. So this album comes out early, Jan- early top of the year. That's what you said. Early yeah. January. Yeah. Slapping them in the head. And how many tracks are we talking about? I don't know the number, but this is the most songs I ever put on an album. Really? Yep. Did, do the you, most. Do you know if you exceeded 15? The most. Mm, interesting. <laughs> it's hard going past 15 these days. Listen, we're now accustomed to a world where like albums are like 10. You know what I mean? And then when, and so I, I got to tell you, one of my favorite things in rap has been that the tracks numbers have gone down. Cause I was always a person when people did like the 23s and the 26. Those days are back though. I know. I'm so, I'm, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're creeping up. And then sometimes people like have 26, but there's mad interludes on it. Nobody do that though, right? Hmm. Oh, for streams? Yep. Just to stack up and have people stay in their algorithm and, and keep going and going and going. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So they load this album up with songs. So if you stream, if you stream an 11 song album, one time and you stream a 22 song album one time the, the, the 22 song album still got double the stream it was more valuable it was a better play for you uh-huh. um and you have and now you have more songs out there in the ether yeah yep. in in general speaking of songs that were done what what's the um what's the latest 2023 conversation on the you and drake song that's been talked about bantied about for um half a decade <laughs> for it's been that long it really has, right? I promise you, it's been that long. Five years? I think no, four years maybe. Yeah, four years has been that long. It just it, it's it sits somewhere. I mean, it's just like it's like somewhere in a treasure chest, man. People could find it. They could listen to it. I think everybody heard it at this point. Yeah, it popped up on YouTube at some point, right? Uh huh. Everybody. Who, who's the original point. person you think that 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 had that? Who? What engineer do you think is the person who said, "You know what? Let's just slide this out to the streets." And I have no idea. How excited were you though? During, did you record that together, or he sent it you a record? Well, he sent a record. So, so like you, when you record, was his verse already on it? Uh huh. Yep. For sure. That's still got to pretty be a pretty exciting feeling, though. Hell yeah! I mean, Hell just even yeah. getting just getting that email when you see it, like a gram pop up in the in the inbox is exciting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the rap business. I'm saying and him and him sending sending a record to me is rap. The other part was the business. I'm saying, but the, the shit still was done. Right. <laughs> the raps, the raps still happened. The shit still was done. Is there a, is there a dream collab out there still sitting for you? Cause you've done a ton. 
Man, as a as a hip as a rapper, man, who don't want to get that whole record in? Yeah, I mean, you know I'm saying who don't want? I, I want that classic. I also want that classic uh, rapper R and B song. And I'm saying there's a whole bunch of R and B artists I would love to work with. Uh, man, would that be like Chris Brown? Who's like the top of a Gucci man too? Uh, Gucci would be hard. Wop, yeah, do some shit with Wop. So with Gucci, that would be that would be super hard. Uh-huh. Um, was Gucci big in Buffalo growing up? Hell yeah, Gucci was the man. I feel like Gucci really, he's really a, a generational artist. I mean, it's, it's after my era of influence. I was already on the radio when, when Gucci blew up. But y'all, he, y'all, y'all was playing that up here? Yeah. Um, you know what was big up here? Um, lemonade. But oh, I'm crazy everywhere. Lem- yeah, Lemonade was big in New York. That was York. like Gucci's coming out thing. I'm it saying. really was. That was, the, that was the big national. Yeah, even though he had like crazy songs to go crazy in the hood, that was like his first one that went crazy on the radio. Yeah. Everywhere, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, you know, I've, I have to and be I honest. I've never really spent a ton of time in the Gucci catalog like that. I know. It's really white nerd rap of me. I know. Right, right, right. You're, you're missing some stuff. I am I? I'm not going to hold you. You will enjoy it. I really, I, what's, what's the one to listen to if I like? Uh, I know how great his personality is. Uh, I would say, I would say, young rich nigga with a mouth full of gold. Play that song. I don't know what album is on, but if you want to start with a song, and that's what it called, Rick. Young rich nigga with a mouthful of gold. You know, the beat hard. That's two thousand. That's that's early. What's it actually called though? Oh, it's mouth called mouthful of gold. Mouthful of gold. I, I was searching young rich. It, it didn't come up. Oh no, here it is. Here it is. Featuring Birdman. But yeah, you right, see, we go, we go, yeah, we, we on time. <laughs> oh. And gas in my entourage, no gas mask. I'm in my old school with the Georgia tag, with my Georgia ass and my red flag. I'm G'd up from the feet up in my black van with my feet up and the blinds down in the beat up. Short bad bitch with the seat up. You know me from the old me on jump street with the straight D. I was low key, XHB, now I'm 3D. Come face me. I went toe to toe with the best of I'll bust shots at, at the, the rest of Don't test me, no tester. I'll rape you like Chester. I'm a rich ass nigga. You a bitch ass nigga, you a cornball boss, so snitch ass nigga. Went up to the game, fell sick to the fame, run up on me in a ditch quick nigga. I'ma tell you twice, cause I'm goose two time. Fuck your click and fuck your wife. Yeah, I sort of get it. I'm not gonna sit here and say I all the way get it. I, I sort of get it. I mean, I have my random shit, like South drug dealer music I, I'm into. Mm-hmm. It was probably like generation before that, though. It was probably more Ti and and Jeezy in the years okay, just right, before right, right. that. That uh, that trap music Ti is 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 legendary. I was always a big Ti King guy myself. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was fire too. That I always thought too. King was sort of the yeah, like uh, his his masterpiece at the time. The recession, Jeezy, the recession. Yeah. I know everybody trap or die and all that, but the recession that's probably one of the greatest albums up there. That's that's like that's like in my one of my in my top five. Um. Okay. Time for a hard question. I don't want to turn this into a whole thing. Ask the question. Why the Trump 2024 tweet? Tell me someone broke into your account that day. Uh, this is what I'm going to say about that, man. <laughs> Yo, Rick just made a face. <laughs> I thought you knew where I was going to go. This is what I'm going to say about that. Okay. Celebrities aren't supposed to share their public opinion. And I learned that lesson that day. It was, a, it was their political opinion, I mean. Right. But you had that opinion. You felt it in that moment. Do you still feel that way at this moment? 
celebrities are not supposed to share their political opinion. Um, so in other words, you, you weren't happy with the results of giving that opinion, as you would say. No, no I'm, not, I'm not even going to say that. I'm going to say just that celebrities are not supposed to share their public opinion. That's touchy and people don't understand it. So why, why well, let, let's, without having a political argument, uh-huh. why, why do you feel like doing it on that given day, saying that? Was there a particular thing that happened? It really was, it was really to prove a point. See how people would react right. to some extent. Because me and Ebro had a theory. The next day, right on the radio. I mean, you know, we don't, we don't waste any time. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me. Give me this. I mean, listen, I said, I know Benny. I know, I know those guys. I know, I know who they, you know, I know they have people in, do, uh-huh. in different walks of life. Someone needs a pardon. That was the first thing that came <laughs> to our mind. I was like, I was like, someone needs a pardon. And uh, this is person. This is personal business. But I'm you just like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I even will vote. You know what I'm saying? Like. But it, it, but so what, let, tell me this though, what was most interesting about the reaction that, that you got from people? Was there one thing that was particularly interesting in observing how people responded to you? Honestly, everybody, in my opinion, cause you know how people say what they want to say, uh, call themselves trolling me. It was people in my DM let me know they, they did vote for him. So I'm like, everybody really voted for this dude. They just say tweet the shit. So you really, you heard from a lot of people who said, hey, I, I love this guy. He's a great guy. People you wouldn't think of, though. That's really? the point of it. People you wouldn't think of who, who kind of was relief. Like, let me tell him this. I got to tell somebody I did this shit. Oh <laughs> like, I got to tell somebody. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, you're getting, you're like, Rick, you're not going to believe who the fuck just DM me and told me. For real, so. Well, don't worry. That is a DM you did not get from me. No, it wasn't, it wasn't this guy right here. He ain't do that. I did not do that. He ain't on that. And, 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 but here, here's the thing. Like, even though I, it's widely known, my, my opinions on Donald Trump are widely known. Not a fan. You and I have a level of relationship where I'm not going to talk crazy. I might make a joke. Like, what is my, if uh-huh. someone I like says it, I'm going to go, what the fuck are they talking about? Right, right. Or I'll speculate. It must be blank or it must be blank. But I'm not going to be obviously an asshole about it because I, I like you. Uh-huh. And I, obviously, there's no purpose in being judgmental on people's opinions. We don't know them anyway. Right. But I'm apt to give the benefit of the doubt that people I like who make good music, who are smart people, that maybe there's something else to the conversation that, you know, I'm missing. But it was funny because I saw you the night before. I literally <laughs> saw you. I saw really you. Wasn't that, I'm trying to tell you, it really wasn't that serious. I just, I just did it to prove a point. You know what I'm saying? And what I learned from that is celebrities are not supposed to share their political opinion. opinions. Publicly. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, you've been around a bunch of interesting things because you guys were around Kanye during the midst of Kanye. Not the crazy. You weren't around the craziest time of Kanye. Uh-huh. You actually kind of lucked out in that regard, actually, because y'all's Kanye run. Don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. He, he And I'm not going to put you in a spot where you're speaking on Kanye because I understand the dynamic. But like there are levels to Kanye shit. And when you guys were around for the Donda thing, it was in one place. And then it went to a whole other place. You know what I'm saying? But this is the thing, like, we all got homeboys like Kanye that we deal with every day. Who just say wild, <laughs> who say wild out shit. Hell yeah. Who be like, this motherfucker is crazy. Right, and you, you still have love for them, It's but you compartmentalize certain things that they say. Yeah, because uh, I don't think Ye get offended when people call him crazy. I'm saying, I, know I I'm, hope not. I know I'm crazy. You know what I'm saying? I'm not crazy. This is the thing about it is, he say, he say, what the fuck he want to say when he want to say it. I'm saying, come on, we do shit, but it's like, am I really saying my deepest, darkest thoughts with this microphone in front of this camera? Right. I'm not. 
No. <laughs> I'm gonna let y'all know. But you I'm know not. why? Because you're, but, but I would say though, that's because like, you're crazy to a point. Exactly. <laughs> you're crazy with the I bars. Get <laughs> right. I, mean? I, get I get it. But like, we all, I mean, listen, bro, I talk on a live mic eight hours a day on two different shows. On the morning show, I have the Hot 97 audience. A certain segment of them do not like me. That, that will always exist because right. of the tone of my voice. Right, right. Even if I'm saying shit they agree with. Uh -huh. They hear me say it and they're like, I don't like it. And then Ebro right, might right, say right. the same thing. They're like, that makes sense. For sure, for sure. Then I go that. on my afternoon show, which is sports talk on ESPN in New York. Uh -huh. And the exact opposite crowd hates me. Mm -hmm. Because they're like this snowflake, hip-hop loving, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> so I have two completely divergent audiences that don't fuck with me. And it's not like they're fans of mine. Mm -hmm. They just stumble into me. On a given day, knock on wood, I say the wrong thing on the wrong day. Uh -huh. These are cats who are actually waiting on me. Yeah. And, 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 and so I, my point being, and yeah, people, we, we, and I say things that have emotion and feeling, but yeah, we all know how to say, hey, this doesn't make sense. We got to gotta be careful it. because people sitting back and they can't wait to take this shit out of context. Every time. They can't wait. They watch and they look in, and you would do a hour and a half interview and it'd be like a 30 second clip. Right, I'm, I'm going to cut up a clip right now of you saying, talking shit about Gunn and Conway. I can't wait to drop it. It's going to be crazy. Benny's, <laughs> Benny, says, Benny says he's finally had enough. I'm tired of living. I'm tired of being the little brother, says Benny the Butcher. You, you ain't going to find that, man. I, I make sure when I get in front of this microphone and everywhere, I, I big those guys up because. Because <laughs> if you don't, some asshole's going to be. I think they're really breaking up this time. This is it. That's like third on the list, but. Man, when I try to tell you, man, like we work, we work this shit from the bottom. I'm saying, and, Bruh. and Buzz came, came and got me and rescued me from the hood. Like I said, man, I was down bad. You know what I'm saying? And you know they threw me in a position and, and helped me work through it. And always been a real nigga through it. And I mean, shout out to both of those. Dudes. You always talk. Do you talk to them about the same amount? Like, do you guys have is it like a rotating cousin relationship where sometimes you and Con are closer, sometimes Con and Gun are closer? Is it just sort of depend on the the, yeah, the time yeah, and place? Like anything else? Yeah, and like, like same thing with them. I mean, like, uh, you might see I'll be in, I might be in Buffalo, so I might be around Con more. You see, they was just on tour together. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying dropping songs together. I'm like, I ain't like that shit. And like, um, <laughs> what kind of bullshit is this? Nah, nah, I'm just fucking around, but. But what I like for them, I I like seeing them together because well, it makes you happy. That's I mean, you know, you know why? Because that's what this shit was made off of. I was inspired so much uh, by West Side Guns press run this last time. Yeah, because man, ever since you know him, he been championing and bringing up artists. Yeah, ever since you know him, ranging from you guys to people who are Armani Stove, uh, and then even Bogey, outside Rome. Uh, even outside uh, outside Griselda like yeah. just other dope artists who he puts on his features and looks out for exactly exactly so to see him doing the shit for himself and just focusing on himself that that re-energized me it made me feel good because that's where that started from that's where everything started from him uh, being in a comfortable space where he putting out music in, and he uh, you know what I'm saying let his character and his personality show through the art that's where this all started from Gun is who I'm closest with from uh -huh. the crew I love that. wrestling nigga. Yeah, we, yeah, we got the wrestling shit. That's my <laughs> guy, bro. I, I I love that dude. We spent. He sat in this exact same seat a month ago, and Sifa and I spent forty minutes asking him about his shopping habits and trying to understand. Yo, did you know that gun? 
He throws out his T-shirt and his socks every day. Oh, yeah, he told me that. He never repeats. This guy, you want, you want to talk about what Rich looks like? It's a small thing. It's a small thing. Throw out his socks. But no, he, he socks he, he and T-shirt and, and, and old T-shirts. Not like nice T-shirts, but, a, you know, regular undershirt. Uh-huh. They, they get one wear. Now, underwear is different, which I thought was a really important explanation. Because uh-huh. good underwear is good underwear. You, you, you got you to gotta wash your drawers and have a nice pair of okay. underwear. Okay, this is this, this how, this how that thing go, right? I'm not going to say I wear just new socks every day, but you know what I'm saying? My wife just know the order wild shit. Everybody know wherever I go, it's socks and drawers and t-shirts that's going to follow because you don't travel with those. You know what I'm saying? You don't travel with them. You don't travel with them. You get them when you get there. Huh. Now that Instacart is out or traveling, I'm traveling with brand new packs of them. Underwear and socks? Yep. What about undershirts? No, yeah, yeah. And, those uh, and undershirts. Yep. Anytime you get a chance to buy them, you buy them. See, That's the pr- where that habit come from because we travel so much, right? And we don't want to bring and we don't want to bring uh, dirty shit home. So you travel so much, you you putting on new shit, you get addicted to it and want to do it every day because it feels fucking great. Yeah, but he told me he do that. Or you could be like me, forty four years old, still going through your drawer, being like, "Why do I still have these? These need to be retired." Yeah, you know what I mean. You know what? I used to buy the I used to buy the Versace in a polo underwear and shit like mm-hmm. that. Now I'm just straight Hanes because. You're getting rid of it. Like, exactly. what, what are you doing? You exactly. know what I mean? Fuck all that $100 underwear. By the way, do you, do you, does Gunn ever buy shit that you're like, yo, bro, you're out of your mind with the clothing? Oh, uh, no, no. Is it, is it, is it too rich for your, a, is it too rich for your pockets? Fuck though? yeah. He got, this nigga got a, a Dolce & Gabbana stove. Wait, what? He got a Dolce & Gabbana stove. There's a Dolce & Gabbana stove? That's what I said when I seen it. And he's so, and he's, and he, and he's so rich that, like, well, if he doesn't gift that to Stove God Cooks, I think he's a bad guy. Look, That's got to be like a 40th birthday present for Stove God Cooks. This dude got a Doshe Gabbana stove and don't cook on it. Now, if I, if I bought the bitch, I cook on it. <laughs> I'm saying like, I, I mean, if I you're bought not a it, collector, I, you're, you're using I, I'm it. I'm using it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, Doshe Gabbana stove. Doshe Gabbana stove. What, what, do you have any, I mean, obviously you enjoy jewelry and a nice outfit, but do you have any particular thing that you like to spend your money on? Or is that just not your, what's your? <laughs> India. My wife. Really? <laughs> wow, that's actually very sweet and romantic that you don't expect this. Is mm-hmm. that true? No, like that's the first thing I thought of when you, when you said- That's what I spent money like on. Anything I want to spend money on. <laughs> My happy, wife. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> that's what's, what's her? What's her, like if you go out of town, uh-huh. if you're going to play uh, some gigs on the West Coast, what's the kind of thing you bring back for her? To be honest with you, and, I'm, and I got to get better at this, I really, maybe, probably nothing because like we do this shit every day. We shopping and we we getting shit and we, we buying shit for the house and we just living this life every motherfucking day. And that's what I told her, man. Her birthday just passed. I just let her like keep a check. <laughs> Happy birthday. Hold this one. This yeah, is yours. Real, like pay the bills and keep the rest. And do whatever you want with that. You know sure. what? It's a pretty good situation. How long y'all been together? Uh, 10 years. Wow. The whole run, basically. Just, the whole run. We just got married a couple months ago, but we've been together for 10 years. Wow, that's dope, man. She's been along for the whole ride. Yes, sir, man. And she hold it down for me. Hey, well, listen, you know, there's a, there's an upside to being the wife of a a, a, a member of Griselda. They ain't going to be a bitches of the show anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we scare all the hoes. We scare the hoes, man. No, no, by the way, that's an incorrect assumption. I like to make the joke, but the truth is, you still get your share of little underground hip hop chicks who like to come out and support a good show. Yeah, and, and lately, it's been more and more, man. More and mean, more. Our last tour, it was it was yo, it was ladies really? at our last tour. It was ladies at our last tour on everything. Rick, you said, are you single, Rick? 
To be, he's TBD. Oh my goodness. Oh, that God. means no. <laughs> yeah, that feels like a big no. He's like, who's going to see this interview? Right, right. <laughs> um, so uh, the album is coming out in January. The name of the album? Everybody Can't Go. You understand? And, uh, this is this is the uh, the Griselda train. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Benny the Butcher. I got the whole Griselda on there. And, and, you know, we doing what we doing. And we riding out. And like I said, I've been, I ain't dropped an album in like 20 months, but. I'm 20 months. 20 months. In, Gris in Griselda years, that's like a fucking lifetime. You feel me? That's like going me? 40 years without an album in, right, in Griselda right, right. terms. And I feel like we drop so much that a lot of times, because I do this other times, that people can't tell, but they can tell now. But that it's that it's taking it's actually taking time. Uh -huh, they can tell now. No, and I appreciate it too. Like, uh, even though it's so dope when artists come with music over and over again, for your media friends, sometimes it actually becomes a pain in the ass because y'all come around so often. Right, right. It'll be right, like right. they're back again. I'm like, yo, we just had them on seven months ago. That's a fact. Got, give me a, give me a moment to heat this thing up. But now is the time. Um, the heat up is here. And between the three of y'all, it feels like someone's usually dropping. Yep. I don't know, once every six months, something like that. Yeah, I would say that. I would say that, man. I, I mean, everybody can't go. Is the most anticipated album I'm saying of the year. Hit Boy uh, of, and Alchemist. Right, 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 right. Yo, bro, if if you're not checking for that, I, I don't know what you're checking for, and I'm sure the features will be bonkers. Um, thank you for making time, bro. Yes, sir. Um, Appreciate you. You know that. They're right back at you, brother. For for a very very long time. His name is Benny the Butcher. Give it to him one more ah, time. Let's go. The Butcher coming. You know that. That's it. Bye, guys. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 